Hi guys and welcome back to the pros and cons of the education system. In this episode we're going to be talking about public school education. I'm here with Lillian Cadwell who's going to talk a little bit about the different types of schooling she had. So in kindergarten up until second grade I was in a public elementary school and then after that I moved to a Montessori school and stayed there from third until fifth grade. And then I switched back over to public school. And there was definitely a lot of differences between the two. My Montessori schooling um, was significantly different. And I'm so sorry. I totally lost my train of Okay, let me try that again. From kindergarten through second grade, I was in a public elementary school. And then in third grade, I switched to a Montessori school which is very different from a public school. It is more hands-on. Each classroom had multiple grades and everyone was free to work at their own pace. I stayed at that school until I went back to a public school in sixth grade and then I finished out my education in a public high school. So you have been exposed to different types of schooling. Yes. So we're going to talk about the pros and cons of her public school exposure. Okay, so we're going to start off with some pros. Um, a big pro is transportation is provided for public schools. I do think that this one can be a little controversial. I think that there are a lot of cons tied in with transportation, such as like I know um, going to public school that there were um, a lot of bullies on the buses and that they would bully the younger kids. And so I don't think that's the best thing ever. Yeah, I agree with that. Also, a lot of public schools, mine included, did not have the funding to provide transportation for their students. So a lot of times the students were left to just kind of get to school on their own, regardless of the weather. So while it is a pro, I think there are a significant amount of cons to consider as well. Yeah, for sure. Another pro to public schools is that they have a lot of activities for students to be involved in, such as clubs, sports, and fine arts. I know for me personally, I really enjoyed them. I was um, an editor on the yearbook, and I also did um, backstage crew for our plays and musicals. And I do think that this is a pro, that it does allow kids to get involved a lot and to meet new people and do what they love. Yeah, I would agree. I was also on the yearbook staff, and then I also was involved in sports and the marching bands, and each of these activities provided a special experience for me that I used throughout high school. Um, yeah, it was a really great opportunity. One last pro that I think is um, really important is that it's um, free for all ch children to attend public schools. Um, the funding's obviously through the state government, and I think that's a pro for a lot of um, middle-class families because private school can be really expensive and for families that aren't able to afford that, the public schools are a great option. With all that being said, we are going to move on to the cons of public schooling. Um, one big one is the classroom sizes. Most public schools have very large class sizes, which makes it difficult for a lot of students to receive one-on-one -on -one assistance from their teachers. Um, I know personally I had that too, and I'm sure Lillian did. Yeah, so in high school, I was a pretty quiet student, which led to me getting overlooked by teachers quite a bit, especially in my math courses. And then as a consequence of that, I would fall behind and my grades would suffer, but now coming into a private college university with smaller class sizes, I found that 
I have excelled more in my classes, even in my math classes where the teachers were able to provide more direct instruction and more one-on-one -on -one time. I think Lillian is a perfect example of showing how important class size really is. I think that's the thing that a lot of people overlook. You know, a lot of people are just like, the more kids we can fit in, the better, but they don't realize how important one-on-one -on -one time with teachers really is and how much better kids work when they are working one-on-one -on -one with their teachers. Another con is the um, reduction of art and PE and music in public schools. And I think it is very obvious that public schools have been so obsessed with um, math, um, reading, and science, and how they think that that is way more important than art and music, and they put all of their priorities and all of their funding into those instead of the arts. Yeah, I think that's a really important point. My senior year, I was able to take a few electives that were more arts-based, and I found that in those classes, I excelled in them, and they also allowed me to kind of just take a break from my common core classes and just reset and it allowed me to express myself artistically, which you're not able to do in those courses. And I think that's really beneficial for kids um, mentally. I do think that those classes are very beneficial because it's like when you're constantly having to do math and science and all of this stuff, it's it's important for your brain to have a break and to do something creative and that, that is actually is beneficial, but the public school system doesn't seem to think so. So yeah, I do think that is a really big con. One really big con to public schools is standardized testing. And I know for me personally, I am not a fan of standardized testing. I am not a good test taker. I often get really nervous and anxious and I mess up while I take tests. So those are not very good for me. And I think that they aren't a good representation of the students' capabilities because you're taking all of their education based on like one day of testing instead of over the course of all of their education. You're only basing them and like who they are as a student based off of one day of tests. Yeah, so I think a lot of students are actually on the same page as you with that. Um, they don't really see the point of them. And Based on a lot of historical evidence, standardized testing is definitely out of date. It was established during a world war to get students out of their school systems quickly because there was so many coming in and it was a way to get them through the school system and get them into the workforce. Um, the founder of standardized testing, Frederick J. Kelly, actually is quoted as saying, these tests are too crude to be used and should be abandoned. So. If the actual inventor of the test is saying that these tests are not good, why are we still using them? Exactly. Um, so I think they definitely are a dated concept and we should definitely be reconsidering the purpose of them and if they actually are beneficial for our students. Yeah, I, I think looking at a student's GPA would definitely be a lot more beneficial to knowing who they are as a student instead of their standardized test scores because, like I said earlier, I don't think you should base someone on how smart they are based on one test score instead of all of their testing combined. One thing that was really comforting coming into CSU was that they didn't really take um, standardized test scores into consideration um, for your acceptance, which I think was really nice because I had a good GPA, but my test score wasn't um, something to be proud of. So the fact that they didn't look at it very much is really nice. And I do think that more schools should start to do that and only look at GPAs instead of standardized test scores. Um, one last con we're going to talk about in this episode is teachers that are tenured. Um, I have had a lot of experience with this. 
Um, so my chemistry teacher was tenured, which I did not like. She was a terrible teacher. She would find worksheets off the internet that were way um, harder than what my class was supposed to be, and she never actually explained, and I never learned a single thing in that class. And I remember one time, my sister actually had her too, and she told my sister's grade to the entire class that my sister had failed a test, and she like yelled it out loud, and my sister was so embarrassed. And I, I think that teachers should be able to get fired if they are not doing their job right. And I just think that tenure should not be allowed anymore. Yeah. And on the other hand of that, um, I had an amazing teacher who was a, a earlier teacher. She hadn't been teaching for that long. She was my PE teacher. She cared a lot about what she was doing. You could tell she was passionate. She instructed the class well um and one day she was just fired the reason was not specified but because she didn't have tenure the school could fire her for whatever reason and she was and it was honestly really discouraging to see that especially with Kendra's case and then again with mine that these teachers who don't really deserve to be teaching anymore are still teaching I mean they may have been good in the past but there's a certain point that you reach when maybe that isn't the right path for you anymore. And I don't think that should be protected when it comes to tenure and teachers. Yeah, I definitely think that that's something that the public school should reevaluate and hopefully get rid of soon. All right, well, that's all the time we have left on this episode of the pros and cons of the education system, this week specifically public school system. Next time, we're going to be looking at the pros and cons of private schools. So see you then.